Well, as you are uh, no doubt well aware, uh, our Prime Minister announced last week that he and his wife, Sophie Gregoire, uh, had agreed to separate. And I'm still trying to sort out exactly why uh, so many people in this country were so deeply invested in the marital status of our Prime Minister. But boy, they definitely were uh, lit up social media for a day or two. I don't think the Prime Minister was enjoying all the discussion either about who's having an affair with whom, who might be gay, that whole thing. It was craziness. Uh, there's really no depth that people won't go to when it comes to the politics. So uh, I think in an effort to try and change the channel, as they say in politics, the Prime Minister decided, I need to, I need to get people yelling at me for a different reason. So he took his son to the Barbie movie and then tweeted about that. And holy cow, instantly the, the marital situation was old news as the keyboard warriors now pivoted to a whole new war that they had to wage. It's so funny to, to watch how these things these unfold. Two issues that really have zero meaning on anything to do with politics, um, but because everything's political in 2023, that's where we are. So, um, like I said, I, I'm not all that interested in the Trudeau's marital status and their particular situation in terms of how they got there or where they're going from here. It doesn't matter. Uh, that's their business, not mine. But it does open up the door to a discussion about divorce in general, the way we view it and the way we react to it. And I think there's a change underway. In, in some area, I don't think it's happening across the board, but I think the way we view relationships certainly has changed. And I think divorce fits into that, the way we view it and how that's changing. So to help us with that conversation, we have Marsha Liederman, who is a columnist with the Globe and Mail, also an author. Marsha, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate your time today. Thank you for the invitation. Good morning. Let's plug the book right off the harp. Let's make sure we get that in. The, the book is Kiss the Red Stairs. Is that the one? That's right. Kiss the Red Stairs, The Holocaust Once Removed is a memoir that I wrote. It was published last year and it's just about to come out in paperback. Uh, but the reason why it's relevant here is that the book, which is about really about intergenerational trauma, my yeah. parents were Holocaust survivors, is the sort of triggering event for me was my own divorce and how that brought up so many things and how difficult it was and also you know how much i learned through that <clears throat> difficult lens and so that's why i i felt it was relevant in for this discussion um this discussion starts with like you say divorce that i think a lot of people have experience with a lot of people have seen up close it's never easy, right? I mean, it, it doesn't matter if you're the head of state or a Hollywood superstar or anybody. It's never an easy situation. No, divorce is hard. It doesn't matter if it's the most amicable, wonderful right. situation. It doesn't matter. It's hard on your heart. It's hard on your bank account. And it's hard. And this was what I was writing about in the Globe and Mail. It's hard on your social situation. People will look at you, they will judge, they will assume, they will speculate, they will, um, you know, maybe not outwardly, but 
there will be some shame that they might project on you. And that on top of everything else that you're dealing with is really hard to take. And that's what I wanted to address in my column. Isn't that kind of weird though, Marcia? If you think about it, I mean, the, the, we were always told how common divorce has become and, you know, half of more marriages are going to end. So, I mean, it happens every day, all the time. People that we know, uh, but you're right. It's still almost like, we don't know how to react. We don't know. We just add a layer of awkwardness to what it already is difficult, which is kind of strange because it's so prevalent. It's very prevalent. Um, it's interesting. The, the most recent year we have statistics for divorce is 2020, and it became much less pre um, pre prevalent that year because of the lockdown. It became harder to divorce. Um, uh, maybe that was a silver lining. I don't know, but it's it, it's extremely common. Uh, like everyone else who gets married, uh, when I did get married, I didn't think I'd be one right. of those yeah. people who you know ended in uh, ended up getting divorced. It happens. There, the reasons are always complicated, and it's always, as you say, a difficult thing to deal with, no matter how good the situation is. Um, but for how common it is, it seems like nobody really knows how to deal with it when a friend or colleague or family member breaks the news. Um, So-and-so and I are splitting up. It's, it's, um, and that adds to the difficulty when it's so hard to tell people. Uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. There's there's a stigma that surrounds it. And we'll talk about some of your suggestions on how to end that a uh, little bit later, because it's interesting. But before we do that, uh, the approach that the people that are actually going through it um, are, are taking, I think we're, we're I, I certainly know people who have decided to take the amicable route. We, we, we know there are still, you know, knock down, drag them out, really nasty divorces that happen all the time. But it seems to me that we're seeing more and more people say, hey, you know what? This is just this is just part of life now. It doesn't mean anything's failed or anything. It's just a change and and we can sort this out. Do you do you think that's sort of a sentiment that's starting to grow in popularity? Yes, I know someone. I have a friend who is uh, divorced, and she really does not like it when people say or imply that her marriage failed. Right. To her, it wasn't a failure. It was a positive experience, and then that experience ended. And I love that way of looking at it. And, you know, she was sort of coaching me through my own experience, and that was something I tried to think of uh, and remember and consider because you know, my marriage didn't last until death do you part, but it did have many successes, including the fact that a child came out of it. So how could you ever see that as a failure, you know? And and you mentioned the child, and that's the key, right? When you're talking about a divorce, if if two adults who decide they don't want to be together anymore don't have kids, hey, no no harm, no foul, off you go. But kids complicate that, right? And we also see an approach to that co-parenting that has been pretty public. The, the, the prime minister, and again, not getting into a specific situation, he talked about that, and we've seen it before. Absolutely. And co-parenting puts you into a whole other kind of relationship with your former spouse. And that's a really important relationship. Yeah. It's one of my most important relationships in my life uh, with my co-parent. And there are great ways 
to go about it. And you have to communicate and be respectful and you do it for the child, but you also do it for yourself because you don't need more negativity in your life. <laughs> There's a lot of negativity in the world, um, as you pointed out on social media, but beyond. And I think that this is an important relationship that can really add to your life. Yeah. And I know that might sound weird, but I think there is more recognition of that. A lot of people are choosing the collaborative divorce route now that is becoming more and more popular. And an important part of that um, approach is that you, you recognize that you are co-parents, even if you are ex- spouses you are always co-parents and that is a very important thing to remember and to consider in all of your moving forward decisions yeah and i think a lot of people are i think that whole conversation has changed which is good that, that that's the most important thing but w w do we get to a point where okay we uh, divorce is not a bad thing i think okay fine it happens and whatever there's no sting but do we get to a point where it's a, a positive thing i mean how do we try and frame this you've you've talked about celebrating divorces and that's you know it's a it's an occasion that you should you should mark somehow i mean how do we balance is it a good thing is it a bad thing is it, or is it just a thing <sighs> Listen, I don't think it's a good thing. I mean, sometimes it is. Sometimes you're leaving an abusive situation. That was not the case for me. Sometimes uh, it is absolutely, um, you know, it is something to celebrate. But it, I'm going to say that divorce is always hard. Yeah. I can't imagine it being hard on some level. I'm not saying it's the best news ever. It certainly wasn't for me. Uh, it was hard, but it also doesn't have to be the worst thing ever. And I do think it's a good idea to mark it in some way. And something I very briefly touched on in the column that I wrote about it is that, you know, when heaven forbid somebody passes away when you become you know when you lose your partner to death it, that is the worst thing of course but you don't have to deal with the stigma around that death on although there are exceptions to that i i acknowledge but people are offering you unqualified sympathy and help whereas when you split up from your sp from your spouse, um, there is some shame associated with that, unfortunately, and stigma, and you don't get that kind of community support necessarily. Of course, your best friends are there for you. Yeah. In my case, my sisters flew out to Vancouver where I live and helped me rearrange my kitchen and taught me some recipes, and we made it into sort of um, an event. Uh, but in some cultures, and I was writing about one particular particular country where they're, they celebrate, the women come together to celebrate the, the new, the end and the possibilities for new beginning. And one of the things they do is they post about it on social media and they hope that maybe that'll help the woman find her next partner, uh, which <laughs> I got a kick out of. Yeah, no kidding. It, it, it's, it is changing though. You're right. And it's an interesting conversation. One that I think more people are having and you know what? It's going to change, but um, like you say, bottom line, still not. You know, it's not. It's a sad thing. It's a hard thing, but I think thoughts are changing. Uh, Marcia, thanks so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks for having this important conversation. It does affect so many people, and I appreciate that you wanted to talk about it in this respectful way. You bet. Thank you so much for being here, Marcia.